Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode 23 of Prospect Profile. Uh, my name is Lawrence, and I'm back with yet another combine coverage episode. We are on day three of the on-field drills um, on for the show, and this uh, is going to be going over the edge defensive linemen, linebackers. I, I, I know the edge and defensive line thing is so weird to me because it's like, some guys that are, are like you thought were like edge guys are listed as de- defensive line and vice versa. And so, I don't know. I'm just going to try to like separate, you know, kind of the interior guys from the edge guys uh, as best as I can from what I remember. And, you know, because some guys I don't know every single guy. So I'm going to try my best. And, and obviously the linebackers I'll be covering, uh, I'll be covering after that. So, so we had a really interesting day for the defensive line. Um, I think we got to talk about uh, one like a big winner, uh, one of the biggest winners of the day. Um, I mean, I mean, I think the biggest winner that confirmed what he is and why he is at the top of the draft essentially is Quinnen Williams. I mean, oh my goodness gracious, four eight three forty for three hundred and three pound Quinnen Williams. I mean, how insane is that, man? I mean, that's crazy. And the guy jumped 30 and a half inches on the vert. That's, come on. Like, that's just unfair. <laughs> I mean, Oh, my Lord. What a... What a beast Quinton Williams is. It just shows from how he shoot, showed from how he ran. I mean, how, how dominant this guy is. Uh, he's not only just... Is he have a show it on tape he's also just a great athlete this guy's your number one player in the draft i i, I mean i let's just call it what, how it is and quinnon williams further proved that and apparently interviewed really well uh from what i heard so which is no surprise i mean quinnon is is one of the better guys I've seen in the draft in quite some time. I mean, everything you see him do on tape is just, he just dominates. He dominates and he dominated his uh, position group. I would say the defensive tackle position group. He dominated here at the combine and, and set the world on, on fire with the, what he, what he did there in the 40. I mean, that's just crazy to me. Four, eight, three at his, size unbelievable unbelievable work from q uh he did nothing to you know hurt himself and just further solidified why he is at the top of the food chain in this draft that's pretty much all i'm going to say about q i mean he there's really nothing else to to say that that was just fantastic really really good day for him um, otherwise though in the, the 40, um, going on, uh, interior guys. Um, so Rashawn, I mean, the thing is it Rashawn with Rashawn Gary, it really depends how you view him. Some guys view him as being on the interior at the next level. Some people think he's going to still be, try to be an edge. I don't know what Gary is, but Gary, Obviously, with no surprise, he ran a four-five-eight, which you know it, it, he everybody knows how good of an athlete he is. I really, the combine was not a big question for him, and I, I don't think anybody was really concerned about 
what he was going to do with the combine at all. I mean, he also had uh, you know 26 reps on the bench press, which is which is pretty good, and you know 38 inch vertical, which is I mean, what the hell? I mean, six four two seventy seven with a 38 inch vertical, 120 on the broad. I mean, oh my lord, that's just that's crazy. Um, and you know, seven two six on the three cone is not shabby at all. But um, yeah, no, I I mean, I thought. You know, he he really had a really good combine. Because, I mean, it's like, what do you... I mean, what else could you possibly want from him there? I mean, that that was that was pretty... Uh, I mean, the, the, the bench press does kind of show you he's not, like, unbelievably strong, though. And, it, and that shows all on his tape a ton. And that's a lot, a lot of the problems I do have with with Gary, but I'm not, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, that's a whole nother topic. And I think eventually I am going to cover Rashawn Gary in depth on an episode. He's definitely a guy I've been wanting to tackle for some time now because it, he is such a polarizing uh, prospect, I think in many people's eyes. And a lot of people have different views of him and how he's going to pan out in the NFL. So definitely going to tackle him at some point. And, but I thought Gary had a, had a a pretty darn fine combine. I mean, like he did pretty much what was expected of him. Everybody knows how good of an athlete he is. There's no, you know, this has been known since he came out of high school as a five star recruit. I mean, he's just a a freak of an athlete. So, really, nothing too surprising there. Um, but back to the forty. Um. So there, um, I thought you know Justin Hollins ran a really really good time, uh, for uh, from Oregon uh, at four five four five. Uh, he was second to, well, probably one of the other big huge winners of the day, um, but which I'm going to talk about in a second. But Hollins Hollins ran a really nice uh four five. Uh, you know he did twenty five on the bench for two forty being two forty eight six five. That's not bad at all. Thirty six and a half vertical is pretty good. One hundred nineteen on the broad jump. Uh, ran a three cone in seven oh six, which is awesome. Um, that's a really really good time. Uh, I'm very very impressed by his time there, uh, and he's definitely he was in like the top percentile of of the whole class uh, there uh, running that time. He uh, also he did pretty solid. He was okay on the uh, the twenty yard shuttle and the sixty yard shuttle. He was pretty decent at 11.94. Um, but, yeah, no, he, he, I, I thought uh, he, uh, pretty much all around uh, Justin Hollins tested pretty well. Uh, I I had my eye on him since the uh, Shrine game. I thought he did great there. He really showed out. Um, and another guy from the, the Shrine game uh, that, that was a, a show out, Jordan, Jordan Brailford, um, not as impressive of numbers here for him. Uh, I mean, four six five forty was pretty solid, though. I mean, that's that's pretty good. I mean, you'll, you'll take that any day um, for an edge guy. Uh, twenty two on the bench was not bad. Uh, Thirty seven and a half inch vertical, one hundred twenty six on the broad jump, which is really really good. 
Um, I think he actually had one of the better, best ones of the day. Yeah, he was in the top five. Uh, he was number three actually, uh, which is pretty good, <laughs> pretty damn good. So, yeah, really impressive uh, day for for him as well. I thought uh, Brailford uh, really helped himself. Again, uh, he's been doing a lot in the in the postseason. I think he's going to be like a, I don't know, like a fourth round type of guy. Uh, I think we'll, I think whoever gets him there would have get him at a pretty good value. And uh, I think he's going to be him and Hollins or Hollins will probably go f- or higher than him. I think Hollins is more of like, like a third round guy, but uh, or possibly a second round, a late second round though. But yeah, I think both those guys from the Shrine game that I thought were like really impressive. I think they're going to be you know, late day two, early day three type of picks, and that's it's pretty good. Um, and, and they did uh, had the pretty good combines to um, support that as well. Then, um, so yeah, but let me talk about one of the the bigger big uh, results of the day, <laughs> and, and I mean, and this has to be one of the most incredible things I, I've seen in, in quite some time. So Montez Sweat, the Miss State edge rusher, um, runs a four-four-one. A four-four-one for an edge that is six-six, two hundred and sixty pounds. How is that even possible? It was unreal just watching him run run it. It was like. It wasn't like anything I'd ever seen before. It, I was just blown away um, by Montez Sweat. That was just what a crazy, crazy, crazy time. I mean, I haven't really looked a ton into his tape yet. I've seen a little bit, but um, he also had a 36-inch vert, uh, 10-foot, 5-inch broad jump. And then he had a seven-second three-cone. And that was a, a hell of a time. I, I think uh, he he really it, uh, definitely with this performance has risen up into the top 20 or so. That was what a day Sweat had. Uh, I mean, I, you know, the thing with Sweat I did see it, at, at times in drills is that there's that tightness he has. Um, and he has a little, he's a little stiff when running some of like those, the drills that they do, not like the athletic testing, but the, the drills and you kind of see that. And that's kind of been the concern with sweat, but I, I really think even with that, I, th- I think sweat's going to make an impact for a team. I, I think he's going to find ways to get to the pass, the passer, uh, regardless. Um, but I, again, once again, I got to look into the film for sure. Uh, a lot more, but. Sweat definitely um, had a had a really good, um, great. Oh, not just really good, great day. I mean, four four one is just. I don't. I don't even know how that's possible for for him. That's just ridiculous. I got, to be quite frank, I'm just like I'm still blown away by it. It just it just doesn't even make sense to me. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, so after him, um, though, I mean, there, there is a lot of good, I mean, geez, there were some really good 40 times in this group. Um, 
also Chase Winovich is another one that really caught my eye um from from Michigan. You know, a lot of people, you know, kind of, you know, you are, all the hype is on Rashawn Gary and and everything and his crazy athletic ability and all of that. But oh my goodness, man, Chase Winovich stole the show from him, I thought. I really thought Chase just killed it. I mean, he ran a 459 40. Um his three cone was insane under 7 at 694. I mean that's just crazy good. And a lot of people were shocked cuz they didn't realize he's that type of athlete and he showed that he is. Um that's impressive. Um I mean his bench press was a little had left a little bit to be desired at 18, but you know, he's 63256. So I mean that's it's not bad, but but besides that though, and even watching him run the drills, he just looked really really good and I really think Chase's stock just went up. Uh, I think he's an early second rounder after watching him. I, I can definitely see him going really no later than that. I mean, if it, if he does, it's crazy to me because I think he's gonna be a he's gonna be an impact player. He could start for someone. I, th- I think in the right position. I I thought he showed out big time, and I would actually like to watch him him on film a lot more too. After the combine, really impressed me. Uh, Chase Winovich, uh, Ben Banago from uh, TCU, another another guy that had a really wild day. Um, I mean, four six two forty, uh, forty inch ver- vertical jump, hundred thirty four on the broad jump, which was best in the entire uh, of the entire group. Seven oh two on the on the three cone. Wow, um, that's crazy. I mean, that that's just jump out of the gym type of athleticism from him. I mean, I like I said, the, I have not seen him enough on film. I don't know. I've heard some mixed things about his his uh, tape. So you know, maybe he's one of those guys that just tests well athletically, but it doesn't really translate to the football field. But I mean, you can't argue with those numbers i mean holy cow the guy can jump that's that's for darn sure i mean that's that's crazy and i mean i think with that at least it definitely gives him the ability to the bat passes down at the line of scrimmage well (laughs) i but i would like to see like what else he does on tape uh at at tcu so not 100 sure on him yet but he had a great combine, though. I'm not taking that away from him at all. Let's see. Oh, and obviously, we got to talk about Nick Bosa uh, some. Uh, I mean, Nick Bosa didn't have, like, an insane combine. I mean, he ran a 4.79, which is okay. You know, and 29 bench press reps was really good. Uh, he got 33.5 vert was not bad. Uh, 116 on the broad. A uh, 7.13 cone was pretty solid, and... You know, he didn't blow anybody away, but Nick Bosa was, I think, advertised, especially when he played, you know, did the, in the drills. Bosa looked great, and, you know, I, he did nothing to hurt himself at all. So, Nick, I think, is definitely still in that top three discussion, 100%. He didn't do anything to really um, affect his stock too much. Um, So... Another one, an interesting one that was maybe a little bit more of a 
a shocker to me was that Charles Amenehu, he came in way in 280, which is a little more than people expected. Uh, he kind of added some extra weight on. So, again, another one, like, people aren't sure, if he, is he, does he want to play inside or outside? He ran a 492, uh, you know, 36.5-inch verticals, which is really good. But uh, his free cone wasn't too great at 748. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Amenehu, I mean, I thought he ran the drills pretty well. But, yeah, I don't know. It was weird that his weight was definitely, like, a weird uh, talking – was definitely a talking point because – People aren't really sure if he's gonna is he gonna drop that weight and kind of move it move back outside or is he gonna stay inside? I, I'm not sure. So I don't know. That was an, I just thought that was an interesting observation about Omenihu, uh at the combine. Um, and going back in other guy back inside of Jerry Tillery from Notre Dame. Um, he had a quite a good day. Uh, at two ninety five six six, he ran a four nine three, which I mean that's awesome. Um, 23 bench press reps is, um, okay. Um, you know, in a, he had a 32 inch vertical, seven, four, five, three cones. You'll, you'll, you'll take, uh, <laughs> I mean that, I mean, that's, that's awesome for, for his size. The same thing with the broad jump as well. I, I mean, I think, you know, with that, those types of numbers in athletic testing alongside his size, that really bodes well for his stock. I, I really, I tell he's another guy that I haven't gotten to yet, but I really wanted to look at. And I think he's definitely uh, in that um, like early round two discussion for sure. Now, after that, after that performance, uh, I thought, I thought uh Tillery did really well for himself. Um, excuse me here. I'm just like kind of just looking down the list here of guys. Oh, geez, and I forgot about my biggest winner, my favorite guy. I watched all day. Um, hundred percent, my favorite, the favorite guy I watched all day, and I think he even made me even more impressed than I already was with him was Brian Burns from Florida State. I did a whole episode on the guy already. I've looked at his film. I know how what he can do. And boy, he just further cemented himself as a top 10 player in this draft. Holy cow. I, I mean, Brian just absolutely murdered the combine. I mean, 4-5-3-40. Uh, 36-inch vertical, 129 on the broad, 701 on the three-cone. The guy can absolutely run. And and this was after he put on some weight, and he actually weighed in at 249 pounds at the combine, which was excellent news for him because a lot of questions about Burns, and one of my bigger questions was, is his size going to be an issue? He did this at that weight. And that is impressive. And it's not just in the in the athletic testing. The drills, Burns just looked like an athlete. Just looked absolutely dominating. I mean, some of the he was catching balls like a receiver in some of the drills, like like linebacker type of drills, and he was covering like like a linebacker, and it was it was absolutely impressive. Burns absolutely just killed his combine. What a day for him. I think he 
I mean, there's a possibility he could slip into like maybe who knows a not like a top five possibly. Who knows? Uh, I think he'll be more of a top ten range. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think NFL guys now are going whoa, especially after he added that weight and was still able to do what he did. Brian Burns was my big winner of the day. I mean, holy cow, he just showed out. The guy has got some of the most ridiculous flexibility and bend uh, a lot of all the edges this year. He's got the speed, the mat, to go along with it, and he's a smart pass rusher too. He always has a plan out there. He's high IQ pass rusher. Man, get me Brian Burns, man. I that's that's if I'm a guy in that that top ten range, I'm that's my guy right there. He's gonna he's gonna be a problem on the NFL level. He is gonna be a problem. Whew. Burns killed it. Absolutely killed it. What a day for him. And I'm trying to say, oh, um, and on the, um, and then I have to go back to the whole other side of the, of of the um this though on the uh, the the less uh um positive side. Chikai polite. Oof. Ah, um. Wow, um, what um a uh, disaster of a of a day for for Jakai. Um, I don't know, you know. So like, the big thing with Polite was uh at the combine. So he so the thing is he posted a forty four forty, which people expected him to run quicker, and he had like a thirty two inch vertical, which you know then jump off the page, you know, a lot of people are expecting him to do a little better. And then he said, I have a hamstring injury. Some people are questioning the legitimacy of the injury. I'm not saying I am. I don't know. Who knows? You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like I said, like like I said about him before, you know, I'm not going to assume anything that I don't, you know, absolutely know. I just don't like to do that. But, um, but yeah, so I talked about, you know, on the la- on the show I covered play about these, you know, the kind of rumors of some character work, like ethic issues, work ethic issues that were, they said that were popping up at Florida when he was there. And I, I know, and I was like, you know, I didn't really hear a whole lot after, you know, those initial rumors, nothing really came of it. Nothing, nothing was really said too specifically about it. So I was like, you know, Hey, like, if I'm not hearing too much about it, then, you know, I'm going to take a chance on this kid. And, you know, and, I, and it's not like it's anything bad, like bad, bad, like getting into trouble. But it's more of a, of a like, a, I guess, of a character thing. But unfortunately, we uh, got a little taste of that, I think, at the Combine. And it was an odd, odd uh, day for him at we're talking to the media. And so he, he, and he also was a lot, a lot heavier. It was at 258 pounds. And it just, he was, you know, there was no explosiveness from him because I guess because said he because of the injury, but I'm not hundred percent sure, you know, what's going on. But, um, yeah, the, the big thing with polite was basically he said, um, when, they asked uh, when he was asked about um, how his interviews went with teams, and he said, "Well, a lot of the teams they all they did was 
pick out the bad stuff. And they they did they picked out bad plays and you know there there was like they were trying to hate on me and somewhat and I'm not and this is not word for word I don't want to like put words in his mouth but it's kind of the gist of what he was saying was you know I you know I I know that's what they're supposed to do but you know and I I don't blame them for it that's what he said and I I think a lot of people were just taking the the other part of it and and running with it because he did say like I like that he at least did say. Hey, you know, I get that teams are supposed to do this, and when they're investing millions of dollars, but at the same time, you can't help but be like, you know, I don't know why, you know, why do you really have to bring that up, though? Like, you know, I, I just think you can maybe you can personally think that and use it as like a chip on your shoulder, then you know, and be like, hey, I'm gonna prove them wrong, even if they draft me, I want to show them that I can improve and stuff. But instead, he kind of used it as a platform to complain about it a lot and. And I don't know I think that threw a lot of people off, and I think just in general, I think I think a lot of teams, apparently, from what I've been hearing, a lot of teams weren't on Twitter and, and everything. Uh, a lot of teams weren't impressed with him his actual interviews. He just didn't. I guess he just didn't come off very well. And I don't know. I guess it's just he has a certain attitude that rubs people the wrong way a little bit. Um, it, it seems like, and I guess that's what was being said about him before all this. And now it kind of came to the surface a little bit. It's unfortunate because I really think Polite's going to be fine in the NFL. But I think he just lost uh, big time, like because of what happened and the the injury or supposed injury. And I don't know. And I, I think he unfortunately didn't leave a good impression. And I think he kind of pissed off some some evaluators there. And I think they're going to punish him for that. Unfortunately, I, and I think he's going to. He could, I don't know, man. I think he could slip out of round one possibly now. I think I think he will go in late round one still. I think the, a team is gonna feel ah oh, man, we can't pass up on him, and they're gonna they're gonna give him a shot anyway. But he's not going where he a lot of people thought he was. I I definitely don't think now. I think he definitely slipped to the end of the first. Yeah, I don't. I just don't find that he. Uh, I don't know. I just don't find that he really. You know, with all that, just endeared himself for sure. He, I just don't think he really did that. So it's unfortunate. I, I, I feel, I feel for guys. You know, when this happens to them, and even if he did some of this to himself, like, you know, we all have bad days, and I think we need to remember this as well. I, I think we have to realize we all have bad days, and and we just have rough, like you know, we are not like always on our best our best selves sometimes. And I don't know. I think I would like to see a team not punish him for that. And, you know, and give him a shot anyway in, in the first round, but who knows, who knows what's going to happen with polite now, but you know, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, and also, um, another guy that didn't really do much, combine wise but this was see to me like i know some people are calling it like he was a loser of the combine but to me this isn't because i know what i think i knew what this was going to be for him and that's cleveland farrell from clemson i i mean i've been saying cleveland farrell is not any sort of athlete really he's 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 not really that athletic and he hasn't been on film that's not how he wins uh edge wise um 
But yeah, I think this kind of, and it kind of made it look bad because he was just getting smoked, you know, by certain guy, other guys that are edge guys that are just so quick, like Brian Burns and, and everything. But, you know, and that and that's, you know, that's unfortunate, you know, and I think Farrell, I think Farrell will go towards like the late, like the late 20s or mid 20s, I'd say. And I think that's fine. I think Farrell's going to be uh, have a decent career. I I don't think he's going to be a standout type of player, but I think he'll still be fine regardless of the athletic ability. This doesn't surprise me. See, like I'm I'm not shocked by Farrell's uh, numbers, and I'll, I'll actually let me get get them really quick because uh, he actually didn't run the forty, which. It's kind of weird, but I guess he kind of knew where he was going to be at there. Yeah, but he had 25 on the bench, which is pretty good. Uh, but he ran this three cone in like 7.26, uh, 4.4 20-yard shuttle, 12.07 on the 60-yard shuttle, and really nothing that's going to to give him um, a lot, you know, a lot more uh, a stock, you know, in the draft. It's I, I don't know. To me, that's pretty pretty much par for what I was expecting for Farrell, so I'm not too uh, concerned about that. Um, oh, yeah, and Ed Oliver was an interesting case. So he didn't want to run the 40. Uh, he didn't do the agilities either. Uh, but he did the, He did 32 on the bench, which is fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, 36 on the vertical, 120 on the broad jump. Uh, there's no question that Ed is just an unbelievable athlete. And he came in weighing 287 which was a great weigh-in number for him after people were saying he was floating around the 270s um, playing, you know, at one tech at Houston. So his added weight and still ability to do do that and the on the jumps uh, is awesome. So Ed, I think didn't even need, I I don't think he needed to run the 40. I, I mean I I mean it's if it would have been nice that he did, yeah sure, but you know maybe he'll probably run it at his pro day possibly. So who knows? But Ed, I think Ed solidified again where he where he's at in the draft. I think he'll go in like, like a lot of people are saying in the mid teens. But I think he should go higher. But you know, I think certain teams will still have questions for uh, stupid reasons. I think, but they still will. Um. So an interesting guy, though, I thought was a uh, Tristan Hill. From Central Florida, he had a really, really good combine. I mean, holy cow! He's three hundred eight pounds, and he ran a five oh four forty, um, twenty eight on the bench, thirty five inch vertical, one hundred fifteen on the broad jump. Um, that's awesome. But, but he ran like a seven seven on the three cone, which isn't like amazing yeah that's that's not gonna like really stand out for you but um i don't know still though for you know you'll you'll take that though for inside an inside player Uh, i don't know he uh you know he was a guy that really didn't start a whole lot at ucf this past year he kind of it was a kind of the coaching change kind of messed him up a lot, and uh, that's unfortunate because you know it looks like he has a lot of athletic ability to play uh, in the NFL. Um, 
I'm, I'm curious. He's the guy I got to look at a little further, though. Um. So I don't. I don't know. It's pretty. Uh, it's unfortunate that he. Uh, he didn't really get to play a whole lot this past year. So I don't know. We're gonna see what happens with Tristan Hill, but he uh, definitely put himself uh, on the on the radar after after the combine. So um, a guy though that didn't do well for himself, and see, and this this is big for him because. I, for me, have not been a fan of this guy ever since I, I covered him on the show. And it's nothing personal. I mean, I just don't like his skill set, and that's Draymond Jones from Ohio State. He ran the 40-yard at 512, which is not um really that great. I mean, he's he kind of uh came in heavy. Um, you know, he's under, and he's undersized, you know, he's undersized for the position. Um, and he didn't really, um, measure out well. I mean, 31 and a half inch vertical is iffy. Third, five, 12, 40 is eh. Um, and you know, he's supposed to be like quick, but he ran a seven, seven, one, three cone and, you know, and I don't know. And it's just like, and he already had problems on the in the run game, which I've gone over a lot of times. And him getting just bulldozed at the line of scrimmage at times in those situations. He's a gap. He's a gap guy, and I don't even know if he's going to be good enough to be that like a gap guy with those numbers because it's just he doesn't really he didn't show that explosiveness at all in the combine. So it was really a, just a not good news for Draymond Jones. I very disappointed to see that you know it would i would have been you know at least like hey you know what maybe he's going to be good at that you know what he does at least in the NFL but now i think there's some questions about that i mean is we all knew he wasn't a run guy at run stopper at all but you know would you know could he be a dangerous you know gap gap rusher possibly you know but now you you got you have legitimate questions about that now and can he hold up against the you know NFL offensive line? So I don't know. He didn't because he didn't do the bench either. So kind of kind of tells you something. <clears throat> and um, let's see if I'm forgetting anybody. Like really, I'm egregious here, but. Because otherwise, I think I'm gonna move on. Uh, because I've kind of I talked about this ad nauseum, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, I think those are the guys that really I I had some big thoughts on. Um, like I said, Burns and probably Winovich are, and Sweat. I would. I mean, you can't you can deny what he did either. Um, were probably the big winners of the day, and and really, really. Oh. Hold on, one more. I, I and I completely forgot about him. And that's Sutton Smith. I've I've always heard about him. Um, Sutton Smith's an interesting one. He's a really, really super undersized edge guy at six foot two thirty three. Um, but you know he had he ran some 
unbelievable numbers, you know, to to help. I mean, he had 25 on the bench for his size. That's really effing good. I'm sorry. That's really, really good. And he ran a four six nine forty. Um, and the three cone what in time at six seven five was just blazing top of the position class. I mean, oh my goodness, that is ridiculous. Six seven five, and you could see it when he was running just the other drills too. Just his ability to explode. Um, I would. I kind of want to look. I gotta look into him more uh, on tape. Because I don't know like how good he was uh, getting around, um, you know, getting through uh, blocks and everything. But uh, I don't know, man. That that speed is in, is something else. You know, yeah, he's really undersized though, which is you know a little a little bit of a worry. But I don't know, man. I I really liked him running around at the combine. He he showed a lot of uh, he showed a lot of speed and athleticism. To to get, I'll probably get to get around the edge really well. So just that six seven five three cones, just wow. That's uh, that's unreal stuff. Though, but yeah, I I don't know, for me that was um that was my big takeaways from the defensive line group. Uh, an edge guy. I don't know. I'm just gonna lump, just lumping them all into one at this point. Um, but yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna move on to the linebacking crew. Um, so there was a couple, a few really big time uh, stories here from from the linebacking crew. I mean, so I think we just got to talk about first and foremost the Devons. <laughs> I've covered one already in Devin Bush and Devin White. I've seen a good amount of film on, even though I haven't done a show. But those two, appropriately enough, were top two in the forty-yard dash. They ran. Uh, Devin White ran a four-four-two, and Bush ran a four-four-three. There, they right there. Both of them show you exactly why they are where they are as linebacker one and linebacker two. They are just explosive, explosive players. The both of them. You know, it's actually kind of funny. They're not that far off in terms of like body type either. They're um really close. I mean, almost identical arm length, uh, almost identical weight, like three pounds apart. Like I think Bush is an inch shorter than Devin White, which is, so this is like really I find that really interesting. And um, and they I mean the rest of their numbers were just unreal too. Both of them, uh. And yeah, here we go. And Devin Devin White had 22 bench press reps. Bush had 21. Devin White had 39 and a half inch on the vert. Bush had 40 and a half. Devin White had 118 inches on the broad jump. Devin Bush had 124. <laughs> oh my god, this is ridiculous. Uh, Devin White ran a 7.073 cone, and then Bush ran a 6.93. So he's got even a little more. He's got a little bit more of that side, that, that lateral quickness than than White does, and he ran the, but uh, White ran a slightly faster twenty yard shuttle at four seventeen, and Bush ran four two three. But man, those guys were just pushing each other in those drills. That was just like a battle between those two. Man, they were lighting the world 
lighting the, the freaking combine on fire with what those two were doing. They are just explosive, explosive linebackers. I've talked about how Bush just absolutely flies through gaps to make tackles, just covers so much ground out there. And I think I think both of these guys are going to be a hell of a player. You know, both of them are going to be a heck of a player uh, at the next level. Just they, and they just further confirm that with their athletic testing and and drills they were doing. It's just they were clearly linebacker one, linebacker two in this class, and I don't really think there's much of a debate about that at this point. They definitely have leapfrogged uh, Mac Wilson for sure. Um, in my in my eyes, because Mac Wilson didn't really test because he's not he's kind of hurt, so it's kind of a bummer that we didn't get to see what he was able to do at the combine. But yeah, I'm not going to go too much farther into both of them. But they both were just showed how they they should be first round picks, both of them. Um, but another guy that really I really liked um was Ben Burkirvan uh from uh I'm so I'm sorry. Well, him too. I'm going to get into him. For, but first, uh, Blake Cashman from Minnesota, who I had really no clue about. I never really heard much. Um. About him at six one two thirty seven, he ran a four five forty, which is excellent. Um, eighteen on the bench, which is pretty good, and thirty seven and a half inch vertical, one hundred twenty four on the broad, six nine five on the three cone. Man, um, and it's funny because in their in Zerline's uh, analysis on NFL. They said he's a limited will linebacker who isn't big and isn't fast. Boy, he sure did not uh, test like that. <laughs> and holy cow, uh, I think he proved that he's a lot more of an athlete than people realized. And a guy, once again, a guy I need to look at now uh, after the combine because he really tested incre- uh, exceptionally well. So... Blake Cashman, really, really, really good job from him uh, on the day. Um, another guy, yeah, like I said, I'm going to move on to him. Is Ben Burkirvan, uh had a really awesome day. He had a four five six forty um, bench twenty one at two at six foot two thirty, and a lot of people that's been a, another thing with him. He's a kind of undersized and. And he uh, he had 34, 5, 34 and a half inch vertical is pretty solid, one hundred twenty one on the broad is really good, and six eighty five on the three cone is great. I mean, oh wow, um, he was actually the number one on the, on the three cone. I, I, that's what I figured uh, with that number. <laughs> uh, he he killed it. Um, Perkirvin had a really nice day, and I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, there was questions about. His uh, his size, but um, I think he could be a you know a really solid uh a guy you can rotate in at linebacker and maybe not a full time starter, but yeah, I don't know. But uh, Burkirvan, I thought he showed a lot. He showed a lot uh at the combine with that time that that three cone dime and a pretty good forty, so. I definitely want gonna look into him a little more myself as well. Um, Drew Tranquil from uh, Notre Dame uh, 
had a had a pretty good day it's as well a four five seven forty um thirty one on the bench press which is just big man strength at two thirty four to do that is holy cow uh, 37 and a half inch on the vertical, 122 on the broad, 694 on the three cone. Oh my goodness. Uh, what? Those are some great numbers, man. Uh, Tranquil, uh, had a hell of a day and I've heard pretty good things about him. I haven't watched a whole lot of, uh, on him, but the thing with him that worried a lot of people, you know, he had two big ACL injuries in both knees. I mean, one in each knee, I should say. Uh, but uh, I think I think he's a pretty uh, explosive, explosive guy that you know he can be a guy that can you can put out there in coverage because of uh, the numbers he he showed and uh, and I don't know, man. I I, I liked what uh, Drew did for himself at the combine. I was very very impressed with him. Um, Cody Barton from uh, Utah, really good day. Um, had four six four on the forty, uh, thirty bench press reps at two thirty seven, which is rocks. Uh, thirty two and a half inch vertical um, was okay. Jump one sixteen is all right. Not not a big jumper, um, but six nine on the three cone. That's fantastic. Four oh three on the twenty yard shuttle. Whew. that's really good, man. Uh, I don't know. I I'd like to see how he does. It's like again, he was a little undersized. Um, and I I don't know. You know, maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe he could play himself into a decent role on a team, even being undersized. And you now he he tested pretty well though. So he's a guy I definitely thought showed out pretty well. Um, let's see here. Oh, and then, what a result that really shocked uh, a lot of people uh was Terrell Hanks running a 498. Uh Oof, um he plays a lot faster than that at New Mexico State. So that really surprised a lot of people, but it turns out I guess he did get suffered some sort of injury. So that was a really unfortunate result for him and he didn't do a whole lot else. 21 on the bench. Uh 35 and a half inch vertical is pretty good though, but solid, but you know, and he didn't get the run. He didn't run the agilities. Um, so that was a kind of a, a bummer for Terrell Hanks. Uh, and hopefully he can bounce back at a pro day if he's healthy, but didn't really, uh, do himself any favors. And then the guy that I, I'd heard, uh, going, um, uh, had a lot of, uh, hype behind him. And I hadn't gotten to check out yet was uh, Joe Giles Harris uh, from Duke. Um, he ran the forty and four seven five, which isn't great for being six two two thirty four, um, and only seventeen bench press reps, uh, twenty nine and a half inch on the vertical, one hundred eleven on the broad. Just did not show um, really very good athletic ability to. Um, he kind of. Showed a lot of limitations there, um. So I don't, I don't know. That was a that was a disappointment for a, a kind of an undersized linebacker, really not putting out putting out those 
athletic numbers you'd like to see from an athletic uh, undersized linebacker. You know, there's really it calls into question really can he cover well and and I don't know I, I don't I don't know if he'd be really good um, in coverage so oh boy I don't know so after him though um, I'd say somebody else that that really impressed uh, running wise was uh, Gary Johnson from Texas. He actually tied Bush for the second in the, in the 40. Um, and I, I thought he, he, he ran really, really well. Um, I think his other numbers were great, uh, pretty good too. I don't not really. Um, 16 bench press reps though, in 33 and a half inch vertical, 121 on the broad was really good, but uh seven fifteen three cone is, is if he at two twenty six too, he's really small. He's a really really small linebacker. So, and running a twenty yard shuttle at four five seven isn't doing him any favors either. So he's kind of got that. Um, the down he can run downhill, uh, big time. But I think laterally side to side he he would struggle a little bit. So I don't know. I don't think that forty is going to really help him too much because it just it wasn't really. It was lacking in a lot of other areas. And actually, um, Ty Summers from TCU um, had a, a quite a day. Um, he was a four-five-one forty with twenty-seven bench press reps. He's uh, two forty-one, so he's got a little more weight on him than thirty-six-inch uh, vertical, one hundred twenty-three on the broad. So I, I don't know. I, I thought he did pretty good. Um, you and uh, I don't know though. I don't know if he's. I got again a tape. I got to look at more tape on him and a lot of these other guys. But you know, does that put him uh, in a chance to be like a kind of like a day three guy that is kind of starts off as a special teamer? Then yeah, probably does. Um, so I don't know. Todd, I thought he looked pretty good in the linebacker uh, group as well. So, but yeah, I, I would definitely, um, you know, because this is not the best uh, linebacker classes we all have talked about. Um, but I, I think, so and I think at the end of the day, I think the clear number one, number two, Bush and White proved why they're there. And then you had a couple of guys like, like Cashman and Tranquil. Cashman from Minnesota, Tranquil from Notre Dame, Burkirvan from Washington, that really uh, put themselves in the mix after that the tier of, of Bush, White, and, and uh, Wilt Mac Wilson as being kind of next in line, and they uh, kind of did that with their testing at the Combine. So, you know, it was a pretty good day for those guys, and, you know, they're, now anyone is up for it, you know, after those first three linebackers go, it, it's anyone's game uh, for the taking. So those guys, I think, definitely did what they were supposed to do to put themselves in the conversation. But that's going to about do it for uh, today's show. Um, I thought it was a really interesting day at the Combine. A lot of, uh, a lot of good good stuff. I mean, some absolutely crazy testing times from guys like Sweat and Quinn and Williams um, and, and, you know, Bush and White. It's just 
just unreal. Uh, oh, and Burns as well. Just really, really crazy, like, out-of-this-world athletic testing that you saw some from some of these dudes that, and the guys, some of the guys that were already first-rounders just cemented their place with those types of unreal type of results. I mean, Sweat just running that four four one at his at his size. It, it just, I still cannot believe that. That's just absolutely mind blowing to me. So, tell you just the the type of athlete that's coming into the league these days. It's it's something else. These guys are just uh, built differently these days. So, and I don't know. The league is is becoming something crazy with some of the specimens that are coming in now. Pretty wild stuff. But thanks for listening again, everybody. So you can find a prospect profile on iTunes at, by searching a prospect profile. Same thing on Stitcher. Uh, the, our Podbean link is prospectprofile.podbean.com if you'd like to listen to us there. We're also on Twitter at prospectprof, um, on Facebook and, uh, by searching prospect profile, and on Instagram at prospectprofile. We, I will be doing... Uh, Final the final combine show uh, at some point tomorrow uh, will be the uh, defensive backs that just went uh, as I'm do as I was doing this show and it should be a good one. Um, looking forward to doing that. It's gonna be a little shorter, obviously, because it's one just one position group. Well, I mean, you know, the deep uh, corners and safeties, but still should be a little shorter. But um. Yeah, th- again, thanks for y'all for listening to and repeatedly listening to all this combine coverage I've been trying to put out as best as I can um, in, 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 in flurries here. So thanks for keeping up with it and, uh, and listening, and stay tuned for the final episode of, of combine coverage. Thank you. Goodbye.